You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, everyone, back to the post-game broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I'm coming to you Mere moments after UCLA's uh, massive comeback win in the L.A. Bowl over Boise State, 35-22. This was 16-7 Boise State at halftime. 16-7 when Colin Schley went down uh, with what appeared to be some sort of head injury. Um, And Ethan Garbers, kind of shockingly, came into the game. Uh, and with Ethan Garbers at the helm, UCLA rattled off 28 points in the second half uh, and held Boise State to six, um, making the final score 35-22. Uh, it was 35-16, so it was actually 28 unanswered. Um, it was, a, I mean, obviously a very, very impressive second half uh, from UCLA's offense. Um, Garbers... So the, the thing I don't know and the thing I'm not sure of is um, what the circumstances exactly were for uh, Garbers not starting the game. Um, I know it was a late decision. It was this morning, uh, Saturday morning, uh, that he wasn't going to start. Um, but given that he played and played well and obviously was healthy enough to play, um, I don't know if it was, uh, you know, I'm feeling 95%, but not 100%, so why push it in this bowl game or what it was. Uh, but for him to step up then in that situation and play as well as he did uh, when his team needed him, that was uh, very cool to see. Uh, very, uh, very, very cool to see for Ethan uh, and for uh, the team overall. Um, Schley, I thought, actually, you know, before he – got hurt I thought he was playing his you know pretty much his best game of the season um what he was doing with his legs uh helped to set up um set up that you know the first touchdown from Garbers because uh, he got it down to inside the 10 and then he set up the previous touchdown drive with another big run that brought it down inside the 10 um his legs were a huge factor early when nothing else was really working for UCLA um and unfortunate to see him go down but then for Garbers to step in and play as well as he did was uh that was very cool to see um in the end UCLA's offensive performance actually ended up looking you know pretty much the best it's been all year uh 510 total yards 280 on the ground TJ Harden uh doing pretty much all the work at the running back position with uh Carson Steele out had 20 carries for 105 yards and a couple of touchdowns um, you know, more or less what we were thinking he would be able to do um, when we were writing about him preseason. Uh, and then another guy who did a little bit of what we uh, thought he might be able to do, J. Michael Sturdivant. Uh, yeah, so in the first and last games of this season, 
he had like 280 yards. And in between, he had like 280 yards in the 11 other games. Um, really cool to see him uh, have some really big moments in this game on those deep sideline shots that, uh, you know, we thought were going to be kind of bread and butter for UCLA this year because it's either he's going to catch it or it's going to be a PI. Um, and uh, we didn't see a lot of that. Uh, throughout most of the middle stretches of the season, but you know, came back in this game and uh, he uh, he really showed why he can be such a weapon. Um, hopefully, that's not the last time UCLA sees him uh, in a UCLA uniform. UCLA fans don't see him in a UCLA uniform because uh, you know it's very enticing uh, seeing what that looks like with a quarterback who has enough protection. Because that was the other thing that I think stood out is that. Um, and some of it was on those deep shots. Garbers was just throwing it up when he read man coverage at the beginning. Like, it wasn't that that last touchdown pass to Sturdivant. It wasn't like he was waiting, 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 and then threw it. He threw that, I don't know, Sturdivant might have been 10 yards downfield when he threw it. Um, so they were getting the ball out even on those deeper shots. They were getting it out pretty quick. Um, but um, I, I thought the pass protection was better. Um you know, I think there were a lot of offensive line issues in this game. Don't get me wrong. There were a ton of penalties. Uh, but the pass protection looked a little bit better. Um, now, some of that was going against Boise State. That's, you know, a group of five uh, defensive line. Uh, but it did look improved. Um, and they were able to give both Schley and Garbers time in the pocket, which really, really got rough uh, towards the back half of the Pac-12 season. Um, so... Uh, that was also good to see. Um, and you could see with, with a little bit more time, they were able to set up some deeper shots um, to Sturdivant. Uh, and then Kyle Ford was a major factor too. I mean, he didn't catch for a ton of yards, but he, he was probably the featured target in that first half especially. Um, so seeing those two guys who we were gassing up so much preseason um, and then for them to you know finally kind of put it together in this last game was cool to see. Um, Logan Loy had a couple of drops. Uh, this was not a great game for him passing or in the passing game, but he did have that one really nice punt return that will be you know lost to memory because it was erased by a penalty. But that was also um, a, a good little moment. Um, defensively, uh, it was a really, really, really rough first half, um, and then so a few things went on in that second half. Um, I, I thought in the second half it was like um, basically the first couple of drives for Boise State, I thought they had some really poor play calling. Um, I think they came out on the first drive out of halftime. Uh, they threw it on first down, ran it, and then threw it again on third down, and it was like third and three. Um, it, it's There's this just epidemic of offensive coaches just kind of outthinking themselves. And for that entire first half, even when UCLA knew a run was coming, because, you know, I'm used to watching UCLA's defense. Like, when they know a run is coming, they're, you know, moving guys up the line of scrimmage. Even when they knew, uh, uh, Boise State was still getting six, seven yards a pop uh, because um, those running backs are really good and UCLA wasn't tackling well. Um, And yet they they came out kind of throwing – came out balanced in the second half, and I just thought that was a major, major mistake. Um, And it kind of got the momentum going a little bit um, because the defense was suddenly like, oh, okay, the offense is here to play. They're scoring a little bit. Now we can get it going. 
Um, and it just led to this deluge of, you know, again, 28 nothing unanswered. Um, I thought it was just some poor management of what was working well and what wasn't. Because um, C.J. Taylor was doing just enough, doing just enough in that first half, but he was shaky. Like, there were uh, two of those field goal drives they ended because he nearly threw picks in the end zone uh, and became field goals. Um, uh, just it, it seemed like this would be, this would have been a game for Boise State to avoid passing as much as humanly possible, and I don't think they fully committed to that. Um, but UCLA was in a position to take advantage, and then even when Boise State tried to reestablish the running game, UCLA was in uh, I would say better position to to handle that. So um, you know it wasn't it wasn't the dominance we've seen from UCLA. It wasn't the you know the Danton Lynn, Leatu Latu, Kamari Ramsey defense, but stepped up in the second half, uh, made it count when it mattered, um, and did enough to win the game. Um, wouldn't have been enough in a game where UCLA's offense continued to struggle, but it was enough in this game when the offense came alive. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was cool to see Alex Johnson get another interception. I think he led the Pac-12 interceptions this year uh, in his sixth year. Uh, it was very, very cool to see that. Um, I thought the Murphy twins largely played really well. I thought Darius Musau in his last game played pretty well. Um, secondary tackling, I thought, was probably the main issue I noticed uh, defensively. I thought Jordan Anderson had some rough moments. Uh, Jalen Davies had some rough moments. Um, Kenny Churchwell had some rough moments. But uh, I would say the front seven mostly played pretty well. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there were some – those running backs are good. I mean, I, I noted that in the in the preview, but the – uh, Genty, uh, I, I still I look at it and I'm like Gianti, but that's not it. Um, he he's really good. Like he'd be a Pac-12 starter um, at many many schools. So um, for him to you know run for a lot on you and break a lot of tackles, that's not unexpected. Um, so it was a good defensive performance. Um, yeah, it wasn't the shutdown elite defense, but I don't think anyone was expecting that given this was a pretty good Boise State offense, even with, you know, quarterback issues. Uh, pretty good Boise State offense, pretty good rushing attack, and UCLA was down a bunch of guys. So I think in the context of all of that, pretty good showing. Um, but yeah, I mean, so UCLA finishes uh, the season 8-5. and five. Um, That is going to get trumpeted as, you know, third straight year of 8-plus wins, and uh, more power to them. Uh, this is, I, I mean, I think for most people, like if you're basing it off of your preseason set of expectations, a little bit disappointing. But at this stage, uh, walking into the offseason with a win instead of a loss, with a win instead of a fourth loss in five games, I think that is obviously a positive feeling for the fans out there. Um, and, you know, setting aside all of the like complicated or very simple arguments as to what the hell why is any of this continuing to happen um i, I think you've got to be um you know probably feeling better than you'd be feeling if uh, the score was reversed right now so in any event uh ucla finishes the season eight and five has its first bowl win under chip kelly uh and now with Four days until uh, National Signing Day, early National Signing Day. Uh, we will see um, what this class ends up looking like and also get some information on NFL draft departures and uh, 
and how the roster is going to shake out. We'll have a lot more information on all of that um, heading into the end of December. So with that, uh, it's been a fun season. Enjoyed talking to you all, and uh, we'll be back again next week with our regular show. Talk to you soon.